Nebraska Athletics Podcast, episode 28. Here we are, November 21st. No, Thursday, November 21st. Um, big weekend in Nebraska Athletics this weekend, Brian. Uh, both home and on the road, but probably the biggest one is a road football game, Nebraska's first ever trip to Maryland, which is kind of crazy. I, I guess uh, when we joined the conference, Maryland wasn't in the Big Ten at the time, but so kind of odd that we have never played a, a game uh, at Maryland. Actually, I think in the history of Husker football, we've never played a game in the state of Maryland. So, um, Nice trivia question. It's basically down to a one-game season now. I mean, obviously there's two games left in the regular season, but need to win this weekend to stay, bowl, stay in the uh, hunt for bowl eligibility. So um, I assume that's the message from the coaching staff is worry about Saturday and that's all just, that matters. Just win, baby. Yeah. Just win. Old Al Davis. That's 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 my fantasy football team for like the last 10 years. Just win, baby. Yeah, that's that's what it's come down to. And I don't think a lot of people thought they would be in this position when the season started. Um, but that also was the goal, I think, of, of the program, at least according to Bill Moose at the beginning of the season. He even said that our goal is to get to a bowl game and win – six games and extend the season and I think a lot of people thought that that was kind of maybe the low point of mm-hmm. uh, the lowest of the expectations but here we are and that's now it's the high point I mean you've got to you got to win these final two to, to get to a bowl game and we all know the uh, advantages and the good things about getting to a bowl game not just the extra practices but just the the momentum and the trajectory of the program and how it's viewed and all those sorts of things so it's a it's a winnable game, and if you win that, then it sets up a pretty big uh, season home finale uh, against a rival against mm-hmm. uh, the Iowa Hawkeyes the day after Thanksgiving. So, obviously, it's it's a must win. I mean, we don't use that term a lot, but it is. It's a must win. So, what have you heard from the coaches this week? At um, coaches or players on? Um, I, I guess they probably kind of have heard the same questions and had the same answers most of the year of what do you need to do to change things that have not gone your way the rest of the season. But you, I guess have you heard any other different messages this week? No, it's been the the same mantra, I think. It's just, like we said earlier, just win this game. I don't mm-hmm. think there's a lot of uncovering of new things at this point. It's go out, do your job. It's the same thing. Take care of the football, block, tackle, and it's it's doing the little little things that they could very easily be, you know, already bowl eligible and be seven and three or whatever at this point. But uh, having trouble finishing drives, uh, the offense is doing a lot of very good things and moving the football and just not finishing. And if you can finish some of those drives in the red zone, we're talking about an entirely different season, I think. And you know, the defense has had. Uh, it's it's high points too, you know. It created a turnover to to set up the first score against Wisconsin the other day, and they did some good things. And but like Scott said, it's just a matter of getting all three phases of the game together at the same page on the same day. It seems like if one phase is doing well, another isn't, and vice versa. And it's just uh, kind of waiting for that day where they all three special teams offense defense kind of fall together in the same page and when they all come out and do well so hopefully that'll be uh this weekend and and then again the next weekend yeah two bright spots from last last saturday um Diedrich mills i think that was pretty obvious had a very very good game in the ground almost 200 yards rushing 
Um, I don't know if that's with Wandale Robinson not playing, just getting that constant, uh, those constant carries are part of it. I think it's too the offensive line, pretty young group, and maybe it's just taking them this many games in the season to really start mm-hmm. to gel together. Yeah, you had to like the push what the offensive line did against Wisconsin, and that's a very stout defense, not just up front, but entirely in general. And you saw Diedrich go into his beast mode, as we heard about going into the season, and it took a while for us to see that, but now we are, and I think that's a very good thing. And uh, and you're right, not having Wandale in there gave him more carries, and and they're uh, really kind of limited in their depth at running back right now as well, too. So um, you'd like to see him come out and do the same thing and hopefully he's freshed and fresh freshened up and not too banged up or anything coming out this weekend so I don't know the status of Wandale Robinson it sounds like that they're hopeful he can come back by the end of the season or play before the end of the season so that kind of tells me that maybe he's if he's still for this weekend so it might be another uh, heavy duty load for uh, for Dietrich on Saturday and I think Saturday was probably one of Adrian's better games of the of the of the season as well, and mm-hmm. so hopefully that means. I mean, he had the had the injury issue where he was out for quite a while, and had the Purdue game came back, and it kind of seemed like until about the fourth quarter he really hit his stride, um, and then it just seemed like last week that was kind of his probably his best four quarter performance. So hopefully that that means he's up on the moving forward as well and yeah. we see an even, an even better Adrian Martinez this Saturday. Yeah, I think we're starting to see more of the Adrian that we all thought we would see and, you know, he wasn't perfect either but the errors that he make are magnified because mm-hmm. of his position so it's it's easy to point out a, a tip ball interception or a, a play where he should have ran for a lot of yards and, and didn't and but he did a lot more good than he did bad and that's that's good to see and it was just unfortunate that he did get hurt when he was because you wonder if he would have found his stride earlier in the season if that could have been different too. But uh, there's no sense in going back in that now. It doesn't make any difference. But hopefully, as you said, he can continue to do what he did uh, against Wisconsin and do that against uh, Maryland on uh, on this weekend. Um, we'll switch in, switch in uh, sports here real quick. Let's look at the hardwood. Um Another nice night for hardwood. the hardwood, yes. Uh, I think my desk is made out of wood, so some kind of, <laughs> we'll say it's made out of wood. Uh, Amy Williams' squad, another victory last night. They're out to a, a 5-0 start. Um, they're hosting Creighton on Sunday at PBA. Um, but also the the men's team, um, I was not there Friday night. I assume you were. You were. Um, picked up their first one of the season, and um, then they'll be back in action uh, this Friday. Um, taking on Southern. Um, I, were you at the game last Friday? I was at most of the, okay. excuse me, most of the game last so Friday. Did, I had to leave a little bit early. I, I wasn't there for any of it. What did you, was there anything you could see that was different from the first two games of the year? Oh, they shot the ball better, and I thought they they took better shots and, and just got off to a better start. Uh, it was a 18-point lead early in the game, and the second half wasn't, quite as great um, as in terms of offensive flow, and I think they kind of got ahead by a lot and kind of maybe lost interest a little bit. But the, the first half, I really thought they uh, they shot better. They weren't great from three-point range, but they were a lot better from three-point range, uh, really got out in transition. And I just thought overall took better shots and moved the ball a lot better than they did in the, in the previous two games, I guess it was, that they uh, had, had played. So definitely signs of... Uh, 
uh, improvement working in the right direction and hopefully get another W on on uh, Friday night an entire week off it was kind of an interesting yeah time to uh, take a week off already like mm-hmm. that but they'll be busy because they've got that game and then they hit the road right after that to go to the Cayman Islands so they'll have a very uh, busy period here upcoming yeah we don't know that full schedule yet for uh, the Cayman Islands because it's kind of a true tournament it's not really like a round robin type of thing so they'll play on Monday and I believe yeah we know the opponent for that game and then Tuesday is well, let's just pull it up here quick um, Monday's Washington State Tuesday, then it'll either be Georgia, the winner, well, depending, Huskers win or lose, and then they'll, they'll get the uh, same from George Mason and Old Dominion, and then they'll play again on Thursday. So it's kind of the strange through, back-to-back-to-back games. Um, Wednesday they'll play again against, I don't have the full list of the participants in the tournament, but uh, then they'll have the, that game. So, um, And then I think the team's coming back on Friday, I believe, not wanting to travel on Thanksgiving Day. So True. Um, so, yeah, Huskers hoping to get back to 500 with the game on Friday and then head, uh, head on the road for the first time in the, in the season. Uh, fans can watch. If you're looking to watch those games, you can watch them on uh, Flow Sports. So that's a subscription uh, video service. Um, go to floor, flowsports.com. Uh, I think it's Flow Hoops is their basketball division of that. Uh, I think they have a, like a $9.99 subscription for a month, and you can watch – um, all three games from that tournament, or you can watch the old tournament, but you can watch all three Husker games. So, um, let's see what else we got on the road this weekend. Uh, volleyball, probably their biggest weekend of. I, mean, I think it's pretty obvious they're in the NCAA tournament already, but with four regular season games left, they're right in the hunt for the Big Ten title. Which uh, John Cook every year says winning that Big Ten is harder than winning the, a national title, and this weekend pretty much will. Uh, decide if they're going to be in the hunt or not because they are um, taking on Wisconsin and Minnesota who are both at the very top of the board along with the Huskers. I believe uh, Wisconsin leads the group. They have one loss. I think uh, Nebraska and Minnesota each with two, so they're all right in the mix. A 2-0 weekend for the Huskers would uh, could almost um, put them right at, right in the lead or you know you go on the road and go in two, then you're basically out of it. So, uh, big weekend for Husker Volleyball. Yeah, they've got to... Uh they got to win both to have any chance of uh, of winning uh, the conference championship. Yep. And, uh, they lost to uh, uh, Wisconsin, I believe, at home early. Yeah, on. we're swept at home by the so, Badgers, which was it was a strange uh, match. I think I, I'd have to go talk to our volleyball SID, but Coach Cook's teams had like a absurdly long record if they hit three hundred in a match of winning, and this was a match where they hit three hundred and they got swept. It was like. The strangest. I think they're now seen. like three hundred and one, like three hundred wins and one uh-huh. loss when hitting three hundred. Yeah, or that would have been their three hundred. They're like two hundred ninety nine or no, or something yeah, like yeah. that when hitting three hundred. Yeah, it was a very weird, um, very weird match, uh, statistically speaking, in that mm-hmm. regard. So, um, but yeah, they were swept at home, and that's very, uh, very unusual. So. A chance for redemption for Nebraska. Uh, winning at Minnesota won't be any. No. <laughs> it won't be any easier. So it's a it's a really crucial series uh, for this weekend for the for the Huskers. But as you said, uh, win or lose, they'll be in the NCAA tournament and play some home matches, and uh, that's what it's all about around here is mm-hmm. to to advance as far as you can in that tournament. So and you're right, Coach Cook says it every year that winning the the Big Ten is harder than winning a national championship, and I think he's right. 
Yeah, so that, uh, that weekend kicks off uh, Friday night, tomorrow evening, 8 p.m. Central Time, um, Nebraska at Minnesota. That's an 8 p.m. Central Time start. That's on BTN. Um, and then the Huskers are at Wisconsin on Sunday afternoon. That's also on BTN, and that's a 1.30 p.m. Central um, start for, for that match. So, yeah, by uh, Sunday night, we'll kind of know where the Huskers are at. And not only, I mean, I think, like we said, they're in the NCAA tournament, but that's a – if you can win the Big Ten, you're probably going to be hosting for quite a while. You're going to be a, a top national seed, and you're going to host as long as you win the first, you know, the first weekend. You're going to be hosting the next weekend too. So, mm-hmm. um, uh, but yes, yeah, so a couple other things going on this weekend, um, and I know you probably have a little more information. We'll talk about here in a second. Is uh, NCAA uh, cross country championships are on Saturday in Terre Haute, Indiana, and George Kusha will be running there uh, second straight year. Um, I know you have a piece coming up soon on George. Uh, I guess what have you learned about him? He's from South Africa, I believe. That's Is that correct. correct? I guess do you have the genesis of how he came to Lincoln, Nebraska? Well, it was actually uh, a former Husker who also uh, was from South Africa who he uh, connected with down there. He was actually the last. Uh, I can't pronounce Is his name. Peter so. Vandervest Heisen, by chance? No, I don't think it was. Okay. I, um, he ran track a while ago. I think he was from South Africa, too. But we've had – I know – the previous cross-country coach, Jay Dirksen, had quite a connection of kids coming from South Africa, yeah. so that doesn't surprise me. But that's that's how he uh, made the connection. But okay. what's really fun about George is he's he's really an ambassador for the sport and, and for the university. He'd be uh, uh, he'd be the equivalent of uh, of a defensive guy in football trying to get the crowd riled up or um, just very spirited, very school spirit. You know, he's the one that really promoted his uh, trying to run the sub four mm-hmm. mile on the indoor track last year, and he did. And he really promoted it, and he had confidence in himself that he could do it. And he had a large crowd come out and cheer him on. And he likes to entertain. He likes to perform in front of fans and get fans involved. And um, you know, although there won't be a lot of Nebraska fans at this meet this weekend, they'll be interested to see him to see how high he can go. I think he finished fifty fifth last year. Uh, top 40 is All-American. Uh, his goal was top 10. And, you know, Nebraska's not had that in, in, in a couple of decades. So mm-hmm. it's a it's a huge moment for George and, and for the program. And uh, he knows that the the higher that he can place, the more attention that he can bring uh, Nebraska across country and, and track and field for that matter. And uh, he knows that the fans are, are paying attention and is – I just think his school spirit and his overall attitude, it's just kind of fun to, to see because he's not lacking in confidence, that's for sure. And it's it's just a he's, a, he's a fun student athlete to be around. And it's what makes programs successful with student athletes like him and his attitude and uh, the way he approaches things. So it's it just makes it a lot of fun, I think. And I guess what's when, when can fans expect to read that on the, the site? I know you'll be uh, it'll be uh, tomorrow probably sometime. Today I'm working on a chad red wrestling okay. story in advance of their wrestling meet tomorrow night against uh, wyoming so uh just kind of his relationship with his father who was is uh high school wrestling coach and and had a great deal to do with with chad's or cj as they call him because of chad chad senior and chad jr but uh you know cj is now a a junior and uh, really trying to atone for uh some difficult finishes last year early in the season where he said he kind of lost love with the sport and kind of sought help to get that turned around and now he's really 
back in love with it and really uh, off to a good start so far this year. So he's uh, looking forward to big things this year. Okay. Yeah, Mark Manning's group, their season has already kicked off, but they um, opened uh, kind of their first real duel of the of the, of the season tomorrow night at the Devaney Center, 7 p.m. They host uh, the Wyoming Cowboys. Um, tickets are, I think, as cheap as $3. So um, if you're looking for something to do with the family tomorrow evening, head to the Devaney Center, watch uh, Mark Manning's group take on uh, the Wyoming Cowboys. Um, and then I think they're – on the road that same weekend. I think they're at uh, Northern Iowa on Sunday, so kind of busy weekend for uh, for Husker Wrestling. Um, other than that, I think that's it for the weekend for Husker Athletics. So I guess uh, the women's gym team does have um, an inter-squad um, get-together tomorrow night at Maple Leaf Hall. Um, I think that's at 6 o'clock. That's a free event, so if you're looking for something free to do, uh, go check out the, the women's gymnastics team um, who's coming off a uh, Seems like every year they're one of the better teams in the country. So, um, anything else you're working on, Brian? Or it sounds like you're pretty busy with those two pieces alone. No, that'll, that'll tip me through the tip me through the rest of the week anyway, and then we'll okay. see what next week brings. All right. Well, hopefully next week we're uh, we're talking about a Husker victory, and we're uh, we're looking forward to a big Black Friday meeting with the Iowa Hawkeyes. So, for Brian, I'm Jeremy. Uh, we'll see you next time.